It's the Pulse of New Hampshire. I'm J-Dog, and joining me now is a true run-assance man, in addition to being a advocate for above-the-neck health, as well as wellness, as well as education, as well as being an entrepreneur. He is also an author. He is also a baseball awards presenter. I know baseball season is over, but it'll be back soon before you know it. Also, of course, an avid skier, a swell dresser, also a neat dancer, and a doting grandfather, a loving husband, and a fantastic father, and Eddie Popowski's number one fan. He is the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. He is Tom Raffio. Tom, how are you? Great, Jay, and thank you for introducing me with such a plum as you usually do, and uh, I hope you and our listening audience had a great uh, turkey day, and uh, since you mentioned running, it is the most popular day for running because there are many one-time one runners on, on that day, so I did three races over that weekend um, at Delta Dental Stadium on Thanksgiving, and then in Amherst on Friday, and then um, Bishop Brady on Saturday. So here I am living to talk about it. But today we're going to talk with Julianne, who is the executive director of the Kimball Jenkins Estate, Julianne Godori, who most of you know, I know. So Julianne, thank you for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's my pleasure. And uh, tell us, uh, I know you have a very extensive background. Um, and take your time and explain how the journey took you to become the executive director of the Kimball Jenkins Estate. Later, we'll talk about what is the Kimball Jenkins Estate. But tell us about your, if you will, your professional career path. Sure. Uh, I did not run a turkey trot race this weekend, but I did a <laughs> I did a planks giving at Hot House Yoga. It was a lot of fun. Ah. Um, yeah. So it's a it's a it's great to be with people uh, over over the holiday. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so I uh, am the executive director at Kimball Jenkins. I have been here since March of 2020. Uh, before I was here, I was so fortunate to get to work uh, for the state of New Hampshire, for the New Hampshire State Council on the Arts. Um, I worked to support the uh, folk and uh, traditional heritage arts of New Hampshire. And also I worked in arts education. So I got to connect and hear from just all of these amazing nonprofits across the state who were doing education for both youth and for adults. Um, so through that process, um, I also got to work with K through 12 educators and music visual arts, dance, media, theater. Uh, it was just really fantastic, amazing group of people. Um, and the State Council on the Arts uh, allowed me to also do a lot of work around uh, race and equity in New Hampshire, which was fantastic and has very much informed my role here at Kimball Jenkins. Um, but I also got to go to a lot of national level conferences and being part of like peer groups. So I got to see like the most amazing examples of arts education, community-based events happening across the country. And when the opportunity at Kimball Jenkins became available to, uh, you know, take it in a new direction, make it even more connected to the region and see some new possibilities for the organization, like I jumped at the chance to be able to, to join. Yeah, and you've done a spectacular job, I, I must say. 
um, and I like the um, the equity part of it. So uh, we'll we'll I just something caught my attention though. You started literally um, as uh, the world changed with 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 COVID. So as you were starting your position in March of 2020, um, and then quarantine everything hit us, etc. Um, what were you thinking right at right at that point? Oh boy. Well, you know, it's, I think, I think nonprofits in general have a, um, a little bit of a stigma that it's not like a real business, but it is a real business. It's got all of the things going on. We have three acres and five buildings and 32 employees and tons of things to manage, um, as well as like a robust slate of programming. Um, so I was working for the state and, you know, we're in this health pandemic and I was like, did I just make like the biggest mistake of my life, <laughs> like, you know, leaving health insurance and, you know, great benefits. But uh, I just knew that like everyone in the region, when they talked about Kimball Jenkins, they're like, oh, there's so much potential there. It's such a great organization that I knew that this was like going to be a great opportunity. Um, and like everyone else, it was an incredibly creative time. Um, I wasn't part of the programming before the pandemic, so I was able to just help, you know, what are we going to do now? How are we going to pivot, be creative with these programs, and how can we kind of reinvent how things go forward? So in a way, it was it was very challenging to build a work culture during uh, being completely remote, um, but it was, in a, in a lot of ways, really great uh, kind of renaissance for the organization. I, I like the way you put it, uh, Renaissance, and it was obviously, you know, team bonding. So, so you you have more time than an elevator pitch, but some people know <laughs> Kimball Jenkins as an art school, and some as a historic estate. So, when you're when you're outside of Kimball Jenkins, and someone asks you what you do, how do you how do you describe Kimball Jenkins? Yeah, I think that's something that people often are like. I know it's the historic estate. I know you do art stuff, but like, what exactly are you? So we talked to people that Kimball Jenkins is a community cultural center. Uh, and we say that because we host so many different kinds of events and programming here on campus. Um, that is both our own uh, programming and educational opportunities. And we welcome a lot of other people uh, The the Concord Historical Society, we have dance groups, we have statewide photography groups, poetry. So there's so much going on. We also have rotary clubs that meet here and many people end up celebrating some of like the most important events in their lives. Um, baby showers, uh, bridal showers, weddings, celebrations of life here. So it is a very important place. Uh, the campus, um, we used, it used to be referred to in as, a, as an estate um, and it is an estate, a, a traditional estate. We have, again, three acres and um, five buildings, but it really is a campus. We have a lot of different educational classrooms, studios, things happening. Uh, so that's why we talk about Kimball Jenkins as a community cultural center. And I've been a part of a lot of those, so it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, so in looking at your mission, there's like a Waldorf, Waldorf education influence on that. Um, is that on purpose um, or is that by chance? Um, 
Without me knowing exactly what the, the Waldorf education um, goal is, I can't really answer that, but um, so is there some, like, what are you specifically, like? Well, uh, tell us, you know, you, you have an artist in residence, right? Tell yeah. us about that. Yeah, so we, um, we do programming that is both, we have adults that come here for adult classes. We have a summer camp. We have free after school programs. We do a lot of work outside of our campus um, at different sites that serve uh, individuals who might be at different places in their lives where they need uh, certain services. So we're bringing arts programming to them. Um, we also, our mission is to, um, you know, make arts education accessible. So, and to support cultivate creativity and support historic preservation. So we want to, um, and no part of that mission says like only on the Kimball Jenkins campus. We wanna be an organization that is contributing to the uh, statewide landscape of the arts of history and culture. And um, so having an artist in residence program where we're able to um, really help an artist who's at a critical point in their career have access to services like a studio, an exhibition, and get connected to people um, is, is uh, that's our goal for the program. We, a lot of our work here at Kimball Jenkins uses the arts as a vehicle to really connect with people on some of the most pressing issues or work through and facilitate some of the most pressing, pressing issues that are facing us today. So we are really trying to connect the arts, use it as that, again, that um, facilitation and experiential collaborative tool to bring the arts to a lot of different sectors uh, and connect to a lot of different places in our lives. Absolutely. Um, I know that uh, last, last fall and I, I went in, to an event there, it was just like amazing how, how you've made those those connections, um, use, using arts. Um, it's just really amazing. And, and of course, uh, as part of the overall well-rounded you know, education. Now, as you know, um, I sit on the board of the New Hampshire Business Committee for the Arts. And uh, last year or earlier this year, we're, we're honored to give Kimball Jenkins the Arts Build Community Awards. So tell us, tell us about um, why you got that award in the in the internship program? Yeah, so you talk about arts being an essential part of a well-rounded education. Uh, we believe that arts are also a, a part of you know anyone's lives. Uh, we offer an internship program uh, that is available to high school students. We pay them. They create a mural, and they also learn a lot of business school skills. And I'll tell you a bit more about that in a minute. Great. So, Jay, why don't you uh, g give us the Kimball Jenkins uh, website and phone number, and then we'll return after break with Julianne Gadori, who's the executive director of Kimball Kimball Jenkins. Will do, Tom. The number is 603-415-1626. That's 603-415-1626. You can log on to KimballJenkins.com. Again, KimballJenkins.com. Julian Gadori, the executive director of Kimball Jenkins, is the guest on this week's edition of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. When we return, we'll have more of Northeast Delta Dental Radio right here on the Pulse of New Hampshire. <laughs> 
This is the Pulse of New Hampshire. I'm Jay Dog, and alongside Tom Raffio, president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio, is Julianne Godori. She's the executive director of Kimball Jenkins. That's located at 266 North Main Street in Concord. And the website is KimballJenkins.com. The number is 603-415-1626. Talking about events that go on, what Kimball Jenkins is all about, and uh, talking about a lot, all that and a whole lot more. I'll uh, continue on with uh, Tom and Julianne. Thank you. And how blessed are we, Julianne, to have you in our community with your, you know, with your energy and emerging leadership. And it's really, really, really terrific. Before we circle back to the Arts Bill Community Award and the internships, um, tell us, because uh, in true New Hampshire style, how are you, how you deal with your financial needs, requirements, and challenges like that and how to, should someone become a member things like that why don't you use use this opportunity to uh, help on that front yeah so we are a nonprofit. we are very fortunate that we have about 50 percent of our income comes from earned income so if you are able to take a class with us send your kids to summer camp um, purchase artwork uh, become a member. All of those things are great ways to support us. We also have about 50% of our income comes from contributed income. So if your uh, business is able to sponsor one of our programming events, uh, if you are able to make an individual contribution, again, become a member, all of those things are really essential for us to continue doing our work to pay our employees. And really, uh, we're not only trying to do excellent programming here, but we're trying to uh, really do some systems change in terms of how the arts are looked at and used throughout our state. So if you are able to support that work, we're incredibly appreciative and we absolutely need the support of the community to continue doing the work that we're doing. And that's KimballJenkinsOneWord.com. And um, I think Julianne is doing all the right things. You know, not too long ago, she had a um, meet and greet um, describing these new um, processes that uh, Kimball Jenkins is, is, is following and going through. It's just simply amazing. And I know, you know, I, I learned stuff. So let's, let's circle back to the, uh, uh, the, pro the program that you won the community award for the internship program, and then also talk about other partnerships, you know, that you've been involved with, Julianne, if you could. Sure. So we uh, wanted to do the internship to offer like a deeper level of learning and engagement uh, for young people at the high school level. We have a free high, uh, middle school after school program that's kind of like a drop in with art making. Um, but we know that that deeper, consistent, ongoing engagement with learning is going to produce, you know, a whole host of um, really valuable educational outcomes. So we were so fortunate. We knew we wanted to do this deeper level of educational work that we partnered with My Turn, which is based out of Manchester, but does work across the state. And we uh, worked with them to develop uh, a curriculum where 15 young people are able to be paid for up to 20 hours a week each summer. And they come to the Kimball Jenkins campus the first year we did it, they uh, last year we were based out of West High School in Manchester, and then they also do a bunch of other field trips. Um, and throughout that, the program, 
they're uh, learning professional development skills, they're um, writing their resumes, they're researching the content for the mural, they're developing their artistic skills, they're making budgets and, and PR and media campaigns, they're uh, reaching out to local businesses to ask for donations. So they're learning so much of those like workforce skills and also just seeing that they can do these big projects, they can make an impact in their community. Um, and the result is like artwork, it's like painted a mural, but they are doing so much um, additionally throughout that process. Uh, this past summer, we also brought in another collaborator, which was the Nature Conservancy. And they uh, they just brought the internship, the depth of learning to like a whole new level because they were able to, we went on field trips to Great Bay um, a couple of times. We went to Portsmouth and went on the Gundalow. Um, we went to the All Persons uh, trail and access trail in Manchester. So they got to learn about the design process and the creative placemaking that goes into creating an accessible trail like that. So they learned a lot about the environment and environmental stewardship. And that was the basis for what their murals were in Manchester. Um, also throughout the internship program, both years that we've done it, we've been able to bring in, you know, like upwards of like 20 different leaders throughout the community who work in different sectors to come in and talk with the interns and also like do some hands-on learning with them and like skill-based. So we had a media professional like tell them how to, you know, work with them to create a media plan. We had mock interviews. We've we've uh, really focused on bringing in leaders, particularly leaders of color that can connect with uh, these young people. Um, and that program is led by uh, our programming director, Yasamin Safarzadeh. And we brought, were able to bring in Richard Haynes, who's an artist uh, who's, you know, pretty, pretty big deal. Um, and he is based at uh, Portsmouth. Yeah. Amazing stuff. I'm just listening. I'm just like so enthralled with, uh, with what, what you're saying. Now, like any nonprofit, you probably have a few challenges besides uh, fundraising. And as a reminder to the audience, no money, no mission. And without arts, without places like Kimball Jenkins, you know, there is no, uh, you know, human culture and civility. So I hope everybody, you know, gets behind Kimball Jenkins. But what are some of the challenges um, that you're facing and what can we look forward to in uh, 2024? Let's see, challenges. Uh, we, we really try to, we have a lot of people who come and intersect with our work. I am like so proud to always say that on any given week, we have like people from infants to those in their nineties on our campus. Um, and all of those people need different things. They need different like accommodations and things that are going to make them have a good experience. Um, we also throughout all of our programming and work really try to center people who have diverse identities and lived experiences. And that is, you know, that's a nice thing to say that a lot of people like to talk about. And I think we're, we're all on our journey of trying to figure out how we can do that the best we can. Um, and I'll just say that that work is really challenging sometimes because not everybody um, is going to agree. And also, again, people need different things. So if we're working with youth who are experiencing homelessness, if we are working with um, individuals who are incarcerated, if we are working with um, 
artists and people of color who um, might not always feel safe if we're working with LGBTQ youth, all of those populations and people need different things um, to be safe and welcome and feel authentically involved. So a challenge is like, how do we do this well and respectfully? Well, like bringing along and helping again that system change in New Hampshire of how do we create spaces for people um, and show people that it's not threatening, that we really can be a inclusive state um, that is gonna really attract diverse audiences and families and workforce, but also keep the people who are already here. Because I really do believe that, you know, after the pandemic, we're in a remote world, people can go wherever they want. We've got a lot of amazing people here and we need to uh, kind of have these cultural offerings and invite all people to the table and to be part of processes um, and maybe even take a step back from the table for those of us who have been there for a while so that we can um, invite more people along. So that's been amazing and it's challenging work and it's not easy or fast. Um, and there's a lot of people across New Hampshire doing it. So we're fortunate about that. I like, I like how you, uh, view this from an ecosystem perspective, really, you have a really wonderful perspective. And of course you have a great team. You mentioned one of them, Yasem. And so I, I, I'm just so happy, you know, that, uh, you're right, you're right down the street and want you, um, surprisingly, uh, people sometimes don't know where Kimball Jenkins is. So why don't you describe how easy it is to get to your location? Yeah, we're right at the end of 393 in Concord. Uh, our historic estate, we're on North Main Street. It's part of the uh, city of Concord's Heritage District, which is on the National Register of Historic Places. Our campus is public, so you can come here. Uh, we have a number of state champion trees. We're working with UNH um, master gardeners every, every summer to make the gardens uh, just more exciting to enjoy and well stewarded. So we're here. Um, and I think you asked about 2024 and I didn't I did, answer yep. that yet. Um, yeah, so we, uh, we've been really fortunate. We've been partnering with Waypoint in Manchester to um, offer drop-in artists and residents um, with their, the young people there who may be experiencing, you know, a tough spot in their lives and um, experiencing homelessness. So we're going to continue to work with them. We just did a major mural project with those, um, those really incredible people. Um, and uh, we have, we're working on a contemporary indigenous exhibition where we have a guest curator, Margaret, Margaret Jacobs coming in. And I think overall, we're just really trying to like, you know, figure out our capacity because we know that we do really valuable, great programming, but figuring out what is the right size for our organization to be able to do. And I know you'll figure it out. You've got a great team. You've got a great board. And just for the listening on, the, the mural projects are just un, unbelievable. So, so Jay, how blessed are we that we have Julianne right here? <laughs> Moments from where, where you're sitting, Jay. No, Moments from Vinnie Media. <laughs> yeah, correct. It's a blessing to actually have Vinnie Media. It's a hop, skip, and a jump, literally, to Kimball Jenkins. It's right across the street. You can't miss it. Four Church Street <laughs> is where 
Vinnie Media is. And then 266 North Main Street is where Kimball Jenkins is. And uh, Julianne Godori, the executive director of Kimball Jenkins, is the guest here on Northeast Delta Dental Radio on this week's edition. Uh, KimballJenkins.com, the number to call, 603-415-1626. That's 603-415-1626. Another edition of Northeast Delta Dental Radio, unfortunately, comes to a close. We'll have another edition, though, in the future. And for Tom Raffio, the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio, as well as Julianne Godori, the executive director of Kimball Jenkins, I'm J-Dog. We'll be back next time here on The Pulse of New Hampshire. And let's get by, get behind Kimball Jenkins and Julianne. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Thanks Tom. Thanks for being a thought leader, Tom. Well, I'll tell you, I'm so glad you're right down the road. <laughs>